this is your career podcast where I share stories, ideas, and strategies on how to land your dream jobs and do this successful career. So today I'm discussing with Mrs. Kumbi, and she's the division director HR for DB Assurance Company, and then she'll be talking with us on the importance of certification and professional membership in regards to building a successful career. So um, straight away, um, thank you so much for being on this show. Thank you, Great, for having me. It's a pleasure to speak to people and colleagues in in the profession and those who are thinking through those who are in it, those who are outgoing, who have words also for the ones who are coming in. All right. So um, I'd like you to walk us through your career briefly. Let's start with that. Tell us more about yourself and then about a little bit of your career journey. Okay. Um... That's interesting. I think I've put out many things in the past few days and I will really, for a more detailed one, I want to encourage, um, Lara Yeku recently launched a book, my HR story book. Details of my career journey are in it. Same thing with work booth by Hunde Success or Tudeco. I had an intensive interview session there. You would learn a lot, but here again, um, I started off with in the with my career in consulting and it was more like a research assistant of some works the kind of role that I started with and then moved into customer service and then but I then realized I had a knack to teach people um, stemming from the research bit so I'll look into issues find solution and then want to share the knowledge and that took me into the training space. Uh, but the more I did training, the more I also realized that I wanted to work and help organizations find that balance in achieving their objectives, providing the knowledge required to the most important resource, that's the people. And if the people get it right, behaviorally, um, knowledge-wise, technically, um, if the skill set is there, then I would have done something that, you know, it's, it's remarkable because the individual feels great that they are the level of a skill set that enables them to be productive and deliver. The organization also, um, has the right resource and they are able to achieve all the objectives or the purpose for which the organization was created. So it becomes a win-win. And that for me, it is a serious driver. Um, that galvanized me to then move seriously into understanding the entire HR space, not just about training. And training. my, yeah, um, from, cause in training, I did people development and then curriculum development. And how do you develop curriculum without understanding the business, without understanding the reaction, without understanding the kind of people and the kind of learning that is required part time? Because I could put an element down. The way you understand it is different from the way I understand it. So you must have a curriculum that speaks to the entire audience and takes into consideration the different learning styles. As you begin to look at learning styles, you begin to look at the psychology of people. Why do people do what they do? So that sort of started expanding my knowledge. And um, I found myself in the fora, deeper and deeper into the human resource space. The first exam or certification that I did, um, and then maybe, I mean, I can use that to talk a bit about certification. 
so you can be a moving body of knowledge, but when you talk to people, people want, it's like a time stamp to say, look, you are a certified person. You are a guru. This is what, um, so you, if you, if you go into a hospital, the only reason you want to talk to a doctor is because that person has, um, the Nigerian Medical Association saying, look, this person, we truly certified that not only did this person go to school, this person is fit to practice. And it's the same thing with lawyers. Um, you go to law school, law school, um, with MBA, it becomes you're fit to practice. It goes beyond you just going and having a degree. So with certification, it's certification, but online says you're fit to do what you are doing or you have capacity to do what you're doing. So, for me, it wasn't just um, good enough to be knowledgeable about what I do as a researcher and I build knowledge myself, but I should have somebody test what I do and go through a test by an independent body to say, look, you really know your onions and you, you are good at what you say you are. And that was how I did um, GPHR at the time. Interestingly, I did it. I mean, I put everything because I had to put all the knowledge and all um Bob Brooks, Red Far and Why. Um, I was also navigating different terrains within the different organizations I'd worked with because I was bringing back the experience even into the practice towards the examination. But I didn't pass it. I failed by a few marks. That knocked me off. I mean, I, I was in a huge mess. But then I said to myself, only two things can happen. Either I choose to fail and wallow in that failure or pick up myself, run, and then you know what, I can conquer it. And anything that has a name, as long as you can quantify, as long as you can measure, you can deal with it. Um, so that was how I put myself together. And I went to Canada, did a master class, met few, um, not few, met a number of people um, internationally. Uh, that sort of widened my horizon again. And gave me perspectives because I mean, when you're in just one location, your perspective is your frame, your thoughts, are, uh, your frame of mind, your thinking is framed by what you see around you. But where it, you have that expansion, you're able to put things in different perspectives and look at things in a multi-dimensional um, way. So I, I, at that time, so I did the exam and I passed, and that for me. It was a point of no stopping. It's everything that is available to say, look, this um, certifies that I can. I have the capacity. I'm knowledgeable in this. I'll, I'll go for it. Great. You, you really sure said um, something phenomenal. <laughs> um, so you already started talking about certification, right? Um, and then already answering some of the questions that I had oh. in mind to, to ask. So, but, but before I really go straight to ask more questions, so at this stage of your career right now, what, what does career success mean to you? Hmm. Success is a, is, a, is a moving target, if it is a target. Because part time, you, you must know what is inside of you and what you... For me, it's all about making a difference. You shouldn't come in contact with me, either as an organization or as an individual, and live the same way. There must be impact somewhere. And success for me then becomes an impact that makes you a better person than the way I met you. Then there is a, 
there is success in that space. And how, how do I mean? It means that as a team member, as an individual, I, I seek to understand your aspirations. I seek to understand what role I am to play in making that aspiration come alive. And I go for it. And once we are clear on where we need to go, how to get there becomes, it, it, it becomes a fickle thing. It's only when you're not clear about where you're going. So, and once we set on that journey, we're already set for success. That for me is success. I stand back and I see that it is done and I see that we, we are better for it. It gives me fulfillment. So it's never yeah. about me. Well, I think the caption should be, it's all about making a difference. And I, I, I hope that's really strong. Thanks for sharing that. Um, okay, so right now I'd like you to speak to people who are just starting with their career or years of their career. How important certification. So we started talking about it before, but I like to focus more attention on what is what the importance of certifications, professional membership, uh, and what's, what's your advice on how it starts putting all of those things in place. Okay, so what I would say to people who are starting is, yeah, I I am big on certifications, but I am I am bigger on you trying to get an experience first. How do I mean? If you come to me today and you hold an SPHRI or you have ACIPM, then I would give you task to the extent of that certification. So, and I won't expect that you don't know. The good thing is that as you are joining in in your career, it can be a difficult balance. Most of the professional bodies have tried to stratify the exams. That way, you can be going through your career journey and be doing your certification in phases. So my advice would first of all be seek knowledge. Seek to know. Seek to understand. Seek to be able to do. Have a measure of skill that you can say, I have tried and I have tested. I have capacity to do this. And then you can go ahead and do the certification. The certification is to say, look, I am, I, I, I am, I am fit. I am, I have you can be sure that I have expertise in this area. So, for example, if I look at what CIPM does, it is in stages. You recognize that some are students, some are just coming out, some are... And I use we because currently um, I'm a council member. So that enables you to have an opportunity to learn the rudiments first in the profession and while you're at it, you can begin to also practice what you have learned. And with your exposure, you can go along in your journey. So my, my advice would always be, because I see a number of people who run ahead and do the certifications. You can start at the rung of the ladder where it is stratified. But most importantly is to have where you can deploy experiences of the learning. 
so that when you get to the end of that journey of the certification, you can truly say, I have not only learned, because here it is, learning is about knowledge. Experience is application of that knowledge. Then it would be a great deal. It would be worthwhile not only to know, but to be able to say, I know and I can't do. And that is what makes you a truly um, excellent person as you deploy that knowledge. Did I, did I capture all your questions? Yes, so you did. You did because there's always this fight between I need to get a lot of certifications so that it puts me on the advantage position to get the jobs, right? So you, you just provided clarity to seek knowledge first and then certification capstone. Absolutely. So let me, let me, let me, let me break down that further. So today, the world of work, there's this certification for the total rewards team. And so if you, um, come and you, and you say you are certified in it, maybe by some fluke, that is even a more complex exam. I don't see how you'll be able to do it without, um, practicing at all. If for as hypothetical case, you say you have the certification or you've done some basic rudiments and I give you data sets, compensation data sets. And I tell you today, create a compensation structure. Tell me what the compare ratio is. Determine what the median is. What is the max? And at what point should we be paying? What's our variance of company A to company B? And what, you know, and I give everything to you. And you sit down, you don't know what to do. And you have a certification. Where does that take anybody? The same thing, I mean, if you uh, say you have uh, done GPHR and then you need to move employees across border, uh, let's forget about COVID as it is today. So today you suddenly need to take a set of people from here to go and work um, in Europe and then you are opening up new organizations and you say, look, they are greenfield. Uh, I have some coming up in West Africa. I have some coming up in Francophone countries. And I say, you know what, create for me an integration plan, a cross-border integration plan, and put all the regulatory requirements. What will be host pay? What will be home pay? What should success look like? Where do we have integration? What should we... Do we need to do look see? And I tell you, give me a comprehensive plan. And then you say, I'm DPHR certified. I can't do that. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start from. So I'm just trying to break it down so that we understand where that value is. So it's not just enough to be on LinkedIn and we see a long string and then the organization talks to you. Maybe you're a good talker and um, they, if you do an interview, for example, and it wasn't um, a, a series of assessments. It was simply an interview conversation and you were able to talk through it. And then you resume day one. The first six months, you are not able to deliver on every bit that has been given to you. You are an HR business partner. You don't understand the consulting framework. Uh, you are in learning and development and you can't come up with the learning framework, what a competency framework is how it should be deployed, what integrated talent management is, what then is the value of the certification to the organization. So knowledge is key, but application of knowledge is 
by far more important. That's fantastic. What, what about professional association? So in terms of professional association, honestly, you do yourself a world of good. Don't isolate yourself. Nobody ever survives in isolation. Um, even with COVID, now we say isolate. Most people can't even stay in the houses. That's why you have a lot of infection going around. Because we are wired for connection. We are wired to relate. That's why you are born into families anyway. You didn't drop from heaven. The value of professional association is you can't begin to quantify it. I've, I've enjoyed it. It's, um, one, you are in company of people who know what should be done. There are rules that guide every organization. So in, in terms of professional character and build, you know what to do, how the profession is conducted. Second is the network that comes with it. It's, 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 it's huge for you in terms of net worth because if you have quality people, you then have access. You have mentorship. You have people who can coach you. You have people who can walk you through the ladder. You have people who have had experiences. You don't necessarily need to go through a learning curve when there are people who have been there who can handhold you. The pitfalls they went through, you don't have to go through it. You have that advantage. And then you have wealth of information that can be accessible to you. Um, given this period of time, for example, I am on a number of associations and most of those associations have various even WhatsApp groups. You save yourself more teaching because you can then put out information, say, hey, I need help. How do I navigate this terrain? And also when you need certain level of expertise, you know where to go to. Within the association, you would always get frameworks that you can utilize that can be provided for, for you to enable you deliver expertly to the organizations that you work with. So it's, um, professional associations is not, is, it's, it's, a, it's not a nice to have. You should be one of them. Thank you so much. You have really uh, shared a lot of insight and certification. Pursue knowledge first, capital is certification. Then, uh, importantly, you should be a member of. What would be your last summarize all of these things? What would be your last words to uh, people who are just starting? Okay, so, um, thank you, great. One of the things I say to people, or one of the many things I will say to you today, is. At the beginning of your career, it would always look as if the journey is so far. Don't make money the priority. Cliche as that may sound, think value first. And when you think value, you think how you are adding value to yourself and how you add value to wherever you are. How do I mean? Don't wait for one organization. Don't wait for one individual to come and um, meet you. You need to search and move on to develop yourself. If people are able to support you, they will support you. If the organization is able to support you, they will support you. But most importantly, you need to self-develop. Look for knowledge, seek for knowledge, be hungry for knowledge. As you work on this, you will build value internally. And when you're done, guess what? There's no way you carry value and you don't give value to wherever you come in contact with. 
value oozes. People can see it. And there is nowhere where value goes to that money does not follow. In other words, lay the preset first. Build yourself. Give the value. The money will flow into it. That's my advice. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time for, for sharing. So I'm just like you, but I want to ask you, if you are to recommend a book to anybody who is in any stage of his career right now, what, what would that be? If I'm to recommend a book. A book, yes. A book that you have seen in your career journey, maybe one or two books that have helped you, what would that be? So, um, I'm a lover of John Maxwell's books. That's, and there are a number of them. That's one. Uh, I, I would, I would say that particularly if the person is in the HR space, I'm not even going to say, I would say, please take my HR storybook that Lara Yeku did. It's a combination of a compilation of all senior people, mid-level managers, their various experiences. It will start from that to even understand the experiences that people have had, the journey that they took. Because what you are doing to yourself is you are using the experiences of so many leaders to build yourself and to start the journey. So I, for me, that, that would be my, because I've done a, the, the list of books now, I, I may not immediately even have because I run a library. I eat books. <laughs> so, but for me, um, start with, uh, I would say, I, I, I love the bit of leadership because if you understand leadership, building also your technical expertise will automatically come into it because you are self-leading. And as you self-lead, you would also get into the space where you know what, even what you want to be, what you want to do, your vision will be clear. You can map out your journey and you can lead. Thank you so very much for listening. I would sincerely appreciate it. Thank you, Grace.